Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hello and welcome back to the Moon Underwater where we are designing Rory Powers' dream pub and it is a island heavy pub so far with a, um, with a, a couple of fine draft choices there in Guinness and Rockshaw. Yeah. <laughs> I don't, um, I don't um, remember when I've had a few of them as yeah, well either. I, I can picture the label but I can't remember. <laughs> I rock something. Um, but here we are. But before the break, Dan, you were doing your pub quiz with a paranormal twist. Yes, paranormal twist with a bit of music. Uh, so, question one was, Materia Primoris was the name of the theme to which supernatural TV show? Rory, any any ideas? I'm going gonna, I'm, I'm gonna to take a guess on this yep. one. I'm going to just go for X-Files. Okay, Robbie? I'm going to go Tales of the Unexpected. Hmm? Rory is correct. Whoa! X-Files by Mark Snow. Reached number two in the UK chart in 1996. Do you remember dancing to that at university, Robbie? I don't remember them dropping it in clubs, did they? They did, actually. Actually, I do remember that now. You'd hear it out occasionally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, And materia primoris means um, first element or primordial matter. Okay, it's a good show, The X Files. Yeah, great really show. Like you know, I weirdly only started watching it uh, this year. Oh wow. oh wow! Even after doing the podcast for so Amazing. long, it's so good. It's fantastic. Yeah, it really. It's got like I know it's kind of uh, probably the uh, because it's a little bit older now. Yeah, it just has this kind of like charm to it. Mm, I don't know why. Yeah. It just it really looks good. Yeah, like it, it really yeah. stands up well. You know, even the uh, visual effects and stuff mm. like. It, yeah, it's great. It's aged very well. It's such a huge show at the time. I remember I used to watch it every week. And then, of course, the um, Mulder and Scully by Catatonia yeah, is, is, yeah. is uh, the song uh, following on from that sort of thing. So it was really yeah. a massive part of popular culture. Yeah, we, yeah. Used, to, we used to at uni, in my, it was my first year it came out, and we used to about five or six of us used to cram into one guy's room to watch it on his little TV <laughs> every Monday. We did that every Monday with some beers and stuff. Yeah, it was amazing. Anyway. Um, question two Echo and the Bunny Men recorded a cover of The Doors People Are Strange for which vampire movie any ideas this is an 80s movie this might, it might oh. be quite harsh on Rory no I think I oh, sh- shit I think I know which 
movie this is, but I'm trying to remember the name of it. Is it uh, The Lost Boys? Okay. Robbie? Oh, it's probably that, isn't it? I couldn't literally couldn't think of one, so I was just going to say Dracula. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, I, I, I mean, there's a massive clue on my T-shirt. It is there The Lost go. Boys. I'm wearing, wearing my Frog Brothers T-shirt today. Oh, that's amazing. I, thought, I just thought I'd add that in. You know, maybe look across and see. Hang on a minute. Do you know yeah. what? It's so long ago since I saw The oh, Lost yeah. Boys, I can't remember any of it. Yeah. Uh, okay, and question three. The video to which song starts with a line, and this is a spoken line, it's not part of the song, Honestly, we're out of gas. This is the one I, I don't even, I don't think I can guess it. I've got so no Something clue. paranormally. Uh, if you God, want, if you want a it? clue, I mean, if you, you just think of the biggest paranormal. Ghostbusters. No, no. You're not, you're, you're sort of in the right That was a good era. guess. You're in the right era. It's the most famous, maybe the most famous video ever made. Oh. Music video ever made. Thriller. Oh, you beat Thriller. me by the buzzer there. Yeah, Thriller. I am. Um, wow. Oh, of course. Yeah, because that's how it starts, right? Uh, the car yeah, runs the out car of gas. And, and then, yeah, I forgot yeah. about I that. I met John Landis, who directed that one. Yes. It's brilliant. We were chat, chatting about wow. it. It was an event, and, and he was just talking all about it. It was amazing. Yeah. His wife did the costumes for it. Oh, really? Really? Apparently so. Yeah, unless he made it up. But I don't think he <laughs> I don't know why I would. I've not, not done any research other than that. I, the, the interesting thing that I read was that it was the song was written by a British composer called um, Rod Temperton. Mm. And when he originally, they, they wanted him to write, uh, write a song and he, the original name was Starlight, which didn't quite work. Yeah. So Quincy Jones, who produced it, said, we need something that's a bit more edgy to, yeah. to, for Michael's, Michael's image. And they changed it to Thriller. But he didn't like the word thriller. He thought it sounded a bit rubbish when he sang it. So they, that's, they really got him to go, like, and that's how they got around it. Was he, yeah. So was the original course then, like, Starlight, yeah, Starlight, yeah. Interestingly, I don't, yeah. I'm oh. assuming it must have been. I do I, prefer thriller. I can't tell if that's just because yeah, I'm yeah, used to it, yeah, but yeah, thriller's got an edgy kind of feel to it. Yeah. It's cool, yeah. I might start singing Starlight whenever yeah. it comes on, just to be a bit <laughs> of a hipster. Yeah. 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 I, was, I was into this before it was called Thriller. Wow, a, a stunning victory for Rory there. Yeah, well um, done, Rory. It was close. Mm. It was hard fought. Yeah, wow, it was. I got a lucky pity goal at the end. But there we go. Okay. Good pub quiz, Dan. Good pub quiz. Well done. Thanks, man. Rory Spirits. Yeah. You got two. What's your first choice? My first choice, uh, you'd be happy to know we are leaving Ireland uh, for a different country. Uh, my first spirit of choice is going to be a whiskey uh, that's actually um, a Japanese whiskey. Oh. It's uh, by uh, Suntory and it's called Hibiki Harmony. Um, I don't know if either of you guys have ever tried it before. No, no. It's become quite popular, uh, strangely, in uh, a lot of bars, at least here in London as well. Uh, I kind of got into, I kind of got into whiskey quite late on in life. You know, growing up in Northern Ireland, obviously whiskey is a huge thing over there. But a lot of the Irish whiskies are quite, you know, not dissimilar from uh, Scotch. They're quite like peaty or smoky and earthy. Um, so having that a lot as a kid, I just assumed, oh, well, I don't like whiskey. Mm, uh, I just yeah. assumed that's kind of what it all tasted like. And then when I got a little bit older, um, you know, I was actually born in America, if you couldn't tell from my strange accent. Uh, and uh, bourbon is a big thing where, where I grew up, which was in uh, Georgia over right. in the States. Uh, and so the first time I had some bourbon, I was like, oh, this is really different. This mm. is like a lot sweeter, a lot smoother. Maybe I do like whiskey after all. 
And through kind of trial and error and trying it from the different regions, I eventually started trying uh, Japanese whiskey. Um, I think the inspiration behind it was probably from watching uh, Lost in Translation. Okay, yeah. I don't know if you guys have seen yeah, that movie, the so he, Bill, Murray. Bill Murray advertises. Yeah, I, the plot is loosely he's in Japan uh, being a spokesman for this whiskey brand, Suntory. And uh, so a lot of the movie is him drinking Suntory, doing the adverts for Suntory. And at the end of the movie, you're like, I might get a bottle of Suntory <laughs> <Yeah>. and try <laughs> this. Uh, but it weirdly became one of my favorite movies of, of all time. Uh, I strangely watched it the first time I got covid so it was a few years ago, uh, and uh, a friend recommended it to me that they were like, I watch this movie every time that I get sick. I watch Lost in Translation. Because oh, really? it's quite a dreamy, yeah. slow-paced, like quiet, subtle movie. So it's really nice if you're feeling a little under the weather to stick it on, and it's yeah. just kind of a nice you know, thing to have on in the background. Uh, and I think I, I was so delirious with COVID, I think I watched it three times in a row. <laughs> Oh wow! Because I kept falling asleep and missing bits. Yeah. So I was like, bottles of Corona. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, so then after that, I, I started uh, trying Suntory and Japanese whiskies, and uh, this one in particular, the Hibiki Harmony, is really, really delicious. I'm just looking at the bottle now. It's a, yeah, it's a beautiful bottle. It's gorgeous. I, I think I've only bought a bottle of it once or twice in my life because it is quite expensive yeah, as well. It's, it's, mm. it's a treat. 80 pound or something. Mm. 70, 70, 80 pound, I think. Yeah. And the bottles are so gorgeous. I, yeah. I can't even throw them out. I think I put candles in them because I was like, I don't want to get rid of this bottle. It's gorgeous. I love a good bottle. Well, it's, it's um, the bottle's got 24 sides, which hmm. represent the traditional Japanese calendar and the 24 hours in each day. Wow. And they used to have uh, Japanese farmers used to recognize obviously the four major seasons but to sort of almost micromanage their crops they used yeah. to break those down into 24 seki just 24 small seasons so ah. it's sort of, sort of uh, representative of um of those good, japanese japanese history yeah that's really 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 interesting yeah. <laughs> genuinely yeah, is. Yeah. yeah i like your facts dan thanks you know, shapes have to be like a sort of stato of this yeah. podcast i'm just you? trying to find my niche <laughs> it's, it's, it's working for you thanks anything else to add on it well just that um hibiki means uh kind of echo or sound but santori of um they interpret that to sort of mean harmony so essentially uh, they named the bottle twice it's actually harmony 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 yeah wow. so santori the company yes right okay because they do quite a few different mm. uh types of whiskey okay um and i think maybe some gins as well i think they're quite a big distillery uh in japan um, but yeah, I, I weirdly, cause I started working in the games industry when I first moved to London, the video games industry. So occasionally we would have to do work over in Japan as well. And, um, anytime I've been over there on work trip, I just, it's maybe my favorite country in the world. It's crazy, yeah, so it's getting nice. to like go out and try some of their, you know, drinks and things like that is, was a real treat. So this mm. is the one that I kind of took home with me and I, I've really enjoyed over the years. Yeah. How, how would you be drinking your Hibiki Harmony? Uh, I, so I do love whiskey. I probably wouldn't mix this one with anything, but I'm not someone who drinks the whiskey neat. I can't, I just can't do You're it. You're watering it. I need, watering. I need, I'll yeah. do the ice. I yeah. usually yeah. like a, a lot of ice in my whiskey and then you give it a five minutes. It kind of like numbs the bite a little bit. Yeah. Uh, 
but uh, I have a few friends who kind of chastise me for even putting ice cubes in their whiskey. You know, those people who are yeah. like, oh, you're ruining the, the taste. Hardcore. You're watering it down. You're under a lot of pressure, you, aren't you, in your drinking? Everyone's having a go at you. I know. <laughs> it's, yeah. I need new friends. Rory, I need to go friends. drinking with you guys. You're very supportive. And, yeah. Yeah. Love it. <laughs> we don't judge. Love that. Uh, great. What's your second spirit? Uh, my second spirit, we're keeping it very simple here, tequila. Tequila is... It's, Oh, oh! Just realised. Forgot to tell you what the bell means, Rory. <laughs> um, so that looks mental. It looks like Daz has gone mental. <laughs> yeah. um, what is the, What is your bell? The Dan? bell. Well, the bell means that um, one of your choices is slowly. If you look at the table, materialising. It's materialising. Yeah, one of your choices. Oh wow! And it's it's tequila. It's tequila. Oh my god! Wow! You were. Uh, you're welcome to take that away, but you're also welcome to. Have a drink of it now at this point of the morning. <laughs> Ooh. Do you know what? Normally with this, we have a little taste and all this. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and and we'll have, we have a little sample. What I will say is I am running a marathon on Sunday. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I'm not going to be drinking. So a half that. shot. So a half shot, yeah. A little shift of it. How um, do you like to drink your tequila? Uh, quickly. Yeah. Is your preferred method? Are you, are you sort of a lemon and, lemon and salt? guy yeah I'm, well i'm definitely a a, a lime lemon lime person oh great because you know I've so, brought, oh I've brought, my gosh uh, you know the other stuff has <laughs> what's that bag <laughs> the other stuff is here i've got some this is wow incredible. the mid underwater is chopped up lemons chopped up lemons wow and this was all free from sainsbury's <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah there's a little pot of uh oh pot my of god there we go are you suge- suggesting that the man underwater wants us to do shots of? Well, I, I mean, oh my god, shot glasses oh and everything. This I is don't incredible. control this thing, so listeners in the podcast won't be able to see it. But they're essentially Magically. setting up a charcuterie board in front of me. <laughs> yeah, <here. laughs> yes. this, this is amazing. Here we go. I mean, I mean, I kind want... of want to do this because it would. I just. I mean, it would I, be the earliest well, time I've opening ever had a tequila. I'm absolutely life. going to. Okay, to Rory, do I will one. definitely join you. I will the smallest, the smallest bit because just because of the marathon. We'll all just a tiny little taste. Yeah, of tiny it. little exactly. taste of it. Yeah. There you go. Look, is that that's that's Good. Dan's one? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, half of that. Yeah, half tiny that, little. Brilliant, brilliant. There we go. Thank you very much. Normally, I'd be doing it through my eye, but right now, you say you're running a marathon. Yeah, in Lisbon. Wow. Yeah. You say, wow, I'm not good at running. I just do it to not be obese. Um, but yeah, so it's that's going to be Sunday. But I've, I've already got enough issues with having to run a marathon without having a marathon drunk. Is this the uh, <laughs> is this the first marathon? It's or? my fifth, actually. Which oh again God. makes it sound like I'm good at running, but I'm not. Like <laughs> all, all but one have been over five hours. So okay. this one I'm hoping to do my second under five hours one. But Come on. Okay, that's impressive. Right, are you guys uh, lime uh, people? Oh, well, let's, and... let's do it. Yeah. Salt. Okay. So. I'm just gonna grab one of these. Oh, I right noticed here. rather than I noticed you've gone for like crystallized salt here. I'm a massive like salt snob. This is the only salt that I've got in my house. Okay, so we do the. Okay. After Fantastic. Three. Okay, here we go. One, two, three. <laughs> oh, God, that's a bit of Oh, that's delicious. That is great. That's actually really um, nice. I'm choking one of you. It's a salt down. The biggest bit of salt I've ever seen. <laughs> oh. 
I mean, more than sea salt. To be fair, the massive bit of salt stuck in my throat took away from the pain of the tequila a little but bit. That, so. Actually, that was really nice. That was tequila. nice. What tequila Delicious. That one? That's a Jose Cuervo uh, Especial. Nice. I haven't the, had that one before. Nice That's of the delicious. moon underwater to spring for a. It was very, for very a good generous of the moon underwater the one week that yeah. I'm not drinking. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So, um, so very good. And do you know what? Tequila is one of those things that I didn't really mm. believe at first, but quality tequila makes such a difference. Mm. It really does, yeah. I, I think I like the duality of it, where uh, it's a really fun. It's it's my favorite shot to do, which is you know what we just did. It's very like easy. Everyone kind of likes it. If you do the lime right, it's very drinkable. But then I also really love um, tequila soda limes. You know, there's a way to also enjoy it as like a sipping drink as well. Nice. It's funny. Um, I did. Uh, I lived in Toronto for a short while. Oh. Um, when I was doing, I did like a exchange at university where nice. I studied out there for a semester and, um, the like shot culture is really different, uh, out there. It might be the, the same in the U S where I feel like over here in the UK, if someone buys you a shot of tequila, you do a shot of tequila, it's like, it's a sign things are going to start stepping up to the next level a little bit. Uh, whereas when I was over there, they would just do it. If, if they were out for like casual drinks, they'd like go to the, <laughs> go to the pub and they're like, should we do a shot? Yeah. And I was like, why? What, why? What do you have planned? And they're like, no, we should just do a shot. You know, just have I, a shot of alcohol. I, I lived in Vancouver for a year and I found out there, I found people didn't really, people would go out drinking to get drunk, but they wouldn't generally go for like a, just a <clears> one-off <throat> pint or something like that. I remember I was working at a, yeah. a coffee shop in downtown Vancouver. I remember just like 8 p.m. like a, Wednesday or something, I said to my workers, do you want to go for a drink? And they're like, what? I was going, like, do you want to just go and get a pint? And they're going, you want to get like fucked up on a Wednesday? I was going, no, I'm just, just going to have one pint and go home. Right, so maybe, yeah. that's, maybe that's what it is. Maybe it's like they're going it's drinking to get properly. Do yeah, there's no yeah. distinction between the two. I don't know which one is healthier. The no, like drink a little every day or drink, <laughs> or drink 21 all... nights. Yeah. 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 Yeah, or I think in Britain a lot of it is is just drink a little every day, but also a lot of weekends. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. it's a good combination. Yeah. Why choose? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Roy, well, you and your co-host kid have been touring the podcast. You're off to America now, and then and then. And then UK dates after? Is that-, that is right. As of uh, the day we are recording this, I fly in less than 24 hours uh, over to the States to kick off our US tour, which is really, really exciting. It's the first time that we're uh, performing in America, which, you know, is great because strangely over the years, despite being a UK podcast, uh, I think most of our audience is now in America. It makes up the majority oh, really? of listeners. So it's going to be great to eventually get to go over and perform in front of them. We're kind of doing a, a West Coast, East Coast tour. So LA, San Francisco, and then uh, Chicago, New York, and Boston. Oh, wow, which that's is great. Amazing. And there's so many of those places. great pubs on that trip. Oh my yeah. God. I'm spending a few extra days in Boston oh, before we come back. Great choice. Never been to Boston oh, before. Oh, brilliant. Do you guys have any recommendations? Because I know Irish culture and pubs is a huge thing over there they got the cheers bar but i don't know whether that's the most uh trendy but yeah yeah. Um, yeah, i i I went in about 
2005. So any recommendations I imagine aren't there anymore. But it's a, just a brilliant it's city. It's so, the East Sam Adams yeah, uh, Brewery, yeah. I think, is there as well. Yeah, and it's a really nice vibe there because obviously there's loads of unis there, sort of thing, yeah. and all that. It's a really good young crowd, and I think it's brilliant. One of America's most walkable cities mm. as well, yeah. which is just going to be so nice to get the train in or something and just have a whole day kind of exploring yeah. and doing a little Boston pub crawl. Yeah, that's fantastic. And then UK, where, where are you playing in the UK? The UK, we are doing Belfast, Manchester, Glasgow, and then doing our big homecoming show uh, here in London at the Hackney Empire. <gasps> what a venue. I know. And it, we're, we've actually, we're performing on the 28th of October, which is like Halloween weekend. Oh, so wow. it's going to be peak spooky season. Uh, we're going to be bringing uh, paranormal stories set in each location that we're performing in. So we've got some custom London stories we're going to be doing. It's going to be so much fun. I can't wait. I believe it's a Frank Matcham theatre, the um, uh, Hackney Empire, I think. I, I, became, I didn't know much about theatres, but having um, done the Happy Hour tour, um, our tour manager, John, was frequently saying, this is a Frank Matcham theatre. He's like the guy who designed, I think he's the guy who invented like the sort of layered traditional sort of ah, circles and all that okay. sort of thing like that so it's the, also the first time uh we've done shows big enough where we can actually ask for uh writers ah. so this is a whole new world yeah. for me I, I didn't really yeah but you know it comes out your money uh yes i was so informed yeah, about yeah, this because yeah, yeah. that's, that's what people you got these these young bands that go we've made done this tour we haven't made any money go, that's because your rider has 15 bottles of spirits on it. <laughs> yeah <laughs> yes sort of thing so yeah yeah but but it's good to it's, i like a rider yeah i think it just makes you feel kind of cooler yeah. than it is i can kind of pretend like i'm not doing a paranormal podcast i yeah. can pretend like i'm in a rock band have you given in your rider what, what have you put on i here? think we have i think it's it's kind of a funny balance because uh the team that we're going out with you know uh half of them are very health conscious uh we have some vegans and some veggies in there one of them is sober, so even not drinking. So it's lots of fresh fruit, vegetables, soda water, uh, lots of all this stuff. And then I'm like, we're going to want some monster energy drinks. Uh, we're going to want Doritos Chili Heat Wave. And we're going to want a bottle of bourbon. I yeah, think. Right, so yeah. Yeah, I'm kind of like, bottle it's my obligation to yeah. fulfill the other side of the spectrum on this one. Ours was water, beer and crisps pretty much. I <laughs> like it. It's yeah, very it simple. Simple, but, but effective. Yeah. Wonderful. So Rory, every week, Dan converses with a listener of the podcast to get a suggestion for the for our guest's pub. Mm. So you don't have to accept it. You can reject it with no... Uh, what was the word? No comeback. No comeback. Okay. No judgment. No, no judgment. Yeah. Whatever. It's entirely up to you. Dan, who have we got today suggesting something? Today's suggestion to include in your pub is Tom. Ooh. Oh, welcome, Tom? Tom. Let's find out what Tom has to say. Yeah. Hiya, this is Tom from Sunderland. My suggestion for Rory's pub is that every guest should be allowed to bring one ghost with them. It could be anyone, but the only rule is that they're not allowed to haunt the pub. Cheers. <laughs> you can bring your own ghost. <laughs> you bring your own bring ghost. Your own I mean, I can't imagine you're going to object to that. Absolutely not. Absolutely. If anything, I'd say let them yeah. haunt it a little bit. A little bit of haunting. It's not bad for publicity, is it, for your pub? Not at all. And, you know, as someone who, as I said, did go to a lot of uh, quote-unquote haunted pubs uh, here in London, adds a bit of character to the place. Yeah. You know, you get a good story that you can share with the patrons. Uh, I think this is a great idea. You're going to get some, you're going to get a few more bums on seats, I think, if you've got some ghosts floating about. What what the what do you need for a good pub ghost? Do you think what sort of what sort of backstory are we after here? 
Uh, I think, you know, usually having investigated a lot of ghosts and poltergeists on our podcast before, uh, typically if there's a ghost haunting a pub or a specific venue, it's usually someone who either frequented the venue when they were alive or uh, died themselves in the pub in some sort of you know, traumatic and tragic incident. So perhaps if someone was doing a shot to kill and they choked on a massive bit of salt, then... <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, that I think we almost had that earlier <laughs> today. That might be a reason, <laughs> be a reason to haunt it. <laughs> I feel that's, I think that's accepted then. Yeah. Easy. Very good stuff. Great victory. Great yeah. suggestion, Tom. It would be Tom. quite hard to bring a ghost for the ghost to not haunt the pup, I would yeah. imagine. I mean, also, Just can you trust there. a ghost? I mean, if yeah. you bring a ghost... They'll say in, anything, oh. won't they? Yeah, they're saying anything to get in there. there, They quite famously kind of follow their own rules, I think. So, yeah. If if you're ignoring the rules of dying and just staying dead, then you you can't be trusted to to not haunt. This is this is we're dealing with something so disobedient that there is a an entire career based on busting them. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So so they're already pretty mischievous (laughs) creatures. Yeah. 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 If you've got a suggestion for something that could go into a future pub, then you can email me, robbie at moonunderpod.com with your thoughts, and we will put it to a future guest. Now, Rory, we have a pub jukebox here where you can add something to it. You can either add one CD or one mini disc. What are you going to pick? I'm going to pick... I actually had to think a long time about this one because, uh, as we know, if this is the only uh, album playing in the jukebox... It's got to be something that can kind of fit all moods, mm. you know, the lazy Sundays and maybe the the more chaotic Friday nights. Uh, so I'm going to go with a little bit of a safe bet here. Uh, I'm going to go with uh, Jack Johnson. Oh. Don't know if you're familiar with the works of Jack Johnson. Yeah. When I met my wife, she was really into Jack Johnson. She's not mentioned recently, but certainly at the time. <laughs> she was uh, certainly very, very, very into him. Um, you can sort of guess roughly when I met my wife based on the time that Jack Johnson was hitting the charts quite a lot in the UK, sort of thing in the mid-2000s. Yeah, maybe. yeah. I, he's still he's still around, still yeah, kicking, yeah, yeah, still yeah. dropping some bangers. But um, in terms of like evergreen music that could just appeal to everyone, you're, Jack Johnson is a great bet. Uh, specifically, I think the album's called From Here to Now to You. And uh, it's one of his albums that has a lot of relaxing songs on it, but then also a few more like upbeat songs that are, you know, yeah. on those Friday nights when people are up and dancing, the vibes are going to be there as well. So I think it's a safe bet. I think this fits in very well with your pub, Roy, because I can see if I had to think what drink would you have whilst in Jack Johnson, it would be a Corona. Corona. It's very Corona music. Yeah, Rock Shore. Yeah. That kind of like ocean vibe. Yeah. Works, but it, I can see you I can see you coming in after a little surf, popping your surfboard against the wall, getting your bottle of Corona by Rock Shore and popping on some Jack Johnson. And push your way through perfect. the ghosts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, better together. Yeah. That's a great song. It's so good, yeah. Do you envision it as a as a coastal bar? You know, I, I didn't until we started. I think all the pieces are coming together yes. now. I'm really starting to see it now. Yeah. This is going to be a little kind of beach bar. That's good. Are we going to have like a sort of little sort of sand on the floor? Is it going to be a proper like indoor, outdoor beachy sort right. of thing Right. A couple of tiki drinks yeah. on the menu. Yeah. Yeah. I'd be into that. Yeah. Okay. I like Some that. fish and chips and ice cream maybe you can get at the counter. Yeah. I like the way this pub's nice. developing yeah, very well. Enjoying this pub. <laughs> yeah. yeah. When did you get into Jack Johnson? Uh, it's kind of a funny story. I think, uh, 
it, it actually came from uh, when I, I don't know if you remember this, this is uh, showing my age a little bit, but for a while when you bought a new mobile phone, sometimes depending on the phone and who made it, they would, uh, even the fresh phones would like come with music or videos installed on them. Oh. I guess it was some kind of deal that record labels would have yeah. with these phone companies. So if you bought a Nokia phone, it would have like, I don't know, U2 album yeah. on it or something. Apple did like that, that, didn't they? Apple shot a U2 album for everyone. Yeah, yeah they just automatically downloaded it. it. Yeah. it was, that was weird. <laughs> uh, but I got a phone once. It was actually when I moved to uh, Canada and I was living there for a while. And I got this new phone. And weirdly, it had a Jack Johnson song on it. Hmm. And uh, I think it was, I'd never heard of him before. But because I had this new phone and I was broke, uh, I didn't have any other music to listen to at the time. So I just used to rinse this Jack Johnson song <laughs> just on repeat all I day. It was. I think it was, it was either better together or maybe home, I think, which was a, maybe a Jack Johnson song that had come out at the time. Uh, and cause I just moved to Toronto, I didn't really like, know anyone either. Those first couple of weeks, you're kind of just wandering about by yourself, seeing yeah. the sights. So it was just a 24-hour Jack Johnson <laughs> marathon, basically, <laughs> going on. Uh, but the, the funny thing is, is uh, I ended up becoming such a huge Jack Johnson fan while I was in Toronto that uh, just last year, I managed to go see him perform live for the first time ever. Oh, wow. And I flew back to Toronto to watch him perform. Oh, wow. Yeah, so it was really kind of sweet moment where I went back for the first time since I had uh, studied there at university, went back, walked all these old streets, listened to the Jack Johnson music, and then went to go see his concert. And it was it was really magical. It was That's really fantastic special. Things That's like nice. that, aren't they? Yeah. They, they come it's around. Completing the circle, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. And it was, uh, it, it was a great show to go to because um, not only does Jack Johnson play, you know, very chill, melodic, uh, easy listening acoustic music, but uh, weed is legal in Toronto. Is, yeah. So this is the closest I've ever been to Woodstock before. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> was, there were beach balls being pushed yeah. around in the crowd. You know, people just surfing, sunglasses on. It was very, very, yeah. it was great vibes. This again feels like everyone should be, there should be sand on the floor of this music venue. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> great, a terrific, a terrific choice and, and very uh, fitting in with your your pub not really a great sentence that but it was the best i could manage on four <laughs> hours sleep um right and one tequila shot in <laughs> yeah, yeah. I again one tequila half a tequila my first post-divorce pint the gin i had in hull my nan's homemade buckfast the rum i drank with liz hurley the lager i stole from the pigeon detectives Right, it's now time for a drink in time because the meal underwater will not only create your magic pub for you, but it will transport you through the very fabric mm. of time to relive a drink you've enjoyed on an occasion in the past. And what will your choice be for that? I had to think long and hard about this one, uh, but the drink of choice is going to be a Long Island iced tea. Okay. Uh, a dangerous, dangerous little potion <laughs> yep. uh, that me and my friends have nicknamed the elevator drink because it takes everything to the next level. Good. Whether oh, you yeah. want it to or not. Good. Yeah. It's similar to tequila. If someone suggests the Long Island iced tea, that's kind of the nod that it's like, are, you, are we all in this together? Are we going to yeah. swear allegiance to the sesh? Yeah. Yes. And, yeah, and yeah, go yeah. for it tonight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
It's a great name for a cocktail, the elevator. The yeah. elevator, yeah. yeah. Uh, and what's the occasion? The occasion is, uh, it was a really great night. It was, uh, so when I first moved to London, as I said, I was working in the video games industry. I was working for this amazing company called IGN, uh, which is one of the biggest video game and movies review websites, uh, I think in the world. And I worked there for four years and met some of my best friends there. And after about four years, there was a small group of us who kind of, we thought long and hard about it, but we decided we wanted to uh, kind of split off and do our own thing, start our own company and kind of go off on this adventure together. And because it was three of us leaving at the same time, we kind of rolled all of our leaving drinks into just one big party. <laughs> and the drink of choice for that night at one point became Long Island iced teas. Uh, and I think because the party was on a Tuesday, it was like two for one cocktails. Uh, and as soon Dangerous. as we started ordering those uh, Long Island iced teas, it, it might be one of the wildest kind of work outings I can remember <laughs> in my entire life. But it was just, it was that kind of mixed with this excitement of kind of going out on our own and like starting this thing and, you know, betting on ourselves and, you know, getting to say goodbye to all these amazing friends that we'd met. And it was this really bittersweet energy and bittersweet cocktail that uh, was just a great combination. It really was. They're often the really great drinking occasions where you know one sort of chapter of your life is coming to an end and a really exciting new bit's coming up. Those sort of days are fabulous, aren't they? Yeah. And it, it, was, a, it was a funny night because it kind of had that romance of you know feeling like this new adventure was starting saying goodbye to the old friends and welcoming on a new adventure uh it also involved towards the end i think six of us locked in the disabled toilets uh flushing chicken goujons <laughs> down the toilet <laughs> and to this day none of us remember why how it was really important at the i time. think maybe it felt like a metaphor at the time yeah <laughs> <laughs> I once I've got flushing things down the toilet story I once um, was when I lived in I lived in Whistler in Canada for a bit in a ski resort and there was a party and it was like it was called like a porn star party or something like that so I thought oh is this like a themed I thought it was like a fancy dressing so I got I got a cucumber and strapped it to the inside of my trousers <laughs> and then I got there I'm like what it was just a party that was just what it was called for some reason so I was like oh, I've, I've just got like a cucumber strapped to my inner thigh here so i need to do something. so i went into the, the bathroom and i pulled this cucumber off and it had like leg hair and stuff came with it it was good so i had this like horrific tape and hair covered cucumber <laughs> and but then there were people in the toilet I, was like, I can't just walk out of the toilet holding a massive cucumber right. looked, what, yeah. what does it look like i've been doing god knows so for some reason because i had a few drinks i tried to flush it down the toilet Oh, and obviously it didn't flush in hindsight so <laughs> they're the wrong shape i was just like yeah. they were and i just i just had to eventually like leave the toilet with this going on and just hope no one came in after me sort of things just wait it seemed a bit quiet outside and then make a run for it don't know why i told that story then yeah i loved it so wait yeah. the, the it was called a porn star party but it wasn't even a cocktail no i think it was so. just I, don't know why. I assumed it was like a themed that people would be dressing up as like you know that sort of pimp or something yeah, like that. Yeah, the, the 80s mustache. Yeah, that's what I thought it would be like. Yeah. But I didn't have a costume, so I thought I'd just tape a cucumber to my leg. Turns out no one else <laughs> made any effort. But I was, I would have won best costume and that was literally it. So I would have, uh, I would have maybe just kept the cucumber there and just see how the yeah. night plays out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. maybe. Yeah. Get hungry on the way home. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 
horrific. Um, okay, uh, right now it's time to find out Rory's uh, dream pub companion, but that is only for those of you who subscribe to the Moon Underwater Patreon. If you want to, you can find out how to subscribe at moonunderpod.com. For the rest of you, we'll be back after this short interlude. up what was that boring no flavor that was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week kiki palmer here and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free hello fresh jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. now that's music to my mouth hello fresh let's get this dinner party started discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM. Okay, welcome back to the non-Patreon people. A lovely little answer there from Rory for his dream pub companion. Rory, now it's time for something that you don't want in the pub. There's yep. a lot of things we want in the pub, but what are you going to bar? You are barred. Okay, this one is going to be controversial. Oh, I knew, I knew depends how controversial you, you are. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, not that controversial. <laughs> uh, pork scratchings. Okay. Oh, yeah. Banned from the pub. Wow. They're, they're, I, this is something that I cannot believe people like to the point where I think it's a big like worldwide joke everyone's playing on me. That <laughs> yeah. no one actually likes them, but everyone is doing it to convince me to try them. I mean, are you guys big pork scratching no. fans? No. Dan's vegetarian. I'm vegetarian. vegetarian. There you go. Yeah, I am. Um, no, I'm not. I don't like them. I don't think they taste nice. I don't even understand them because they're just, it's just gristle, isn't it? Like crispy pork gristle combined with pure salt. I yeah. mean, I love, I love, I'm a big uh, crisps at the pub guy. You know, those little uh, bacon rasher ones yeah. that you get the, and the scampi ones, delicious. But pork scratchings, it just feels like I'm eating like a nugget of salt and they're so <laughs> tough as well. Yeah. 
I mean, even the word scratchings, when you stop and think about it, you go, so what, you've scratched something off a pig. <laughs> yeah. And then you've basically, in, yeah, it's, it it sounds not great. I feel like I'm going to break a tooth on them sometimes. Yeah. They're really, they I don't, don't get like... what I don't get what, I don't get the attraction of them. The only time I've ever used them successfully is, bear with me. <laughs> Use them successfully. <laughs> not not just eat that, but what you can do is you can crush them up into like a sort of bread crummy thing right. and have a gluten-free bread crumb alternative for making like chicken nugget type things or something like that. That actually sounds pretty good. That is actually, they are quite useful there. Yeah. If you want, if you've got anyone who's gluten-free around and you don't want, and you don't mind eating pig instead of gluten. Right, yeah. Um, <laughs> but, but yeah, that's the only time I've used them successfully. But I, 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 I. I've never been ordering in a in a pub. I don't really know anyone who does. Really, I don't a, see it very often. I, th- I feel like at my old job, it used to be a thing. There was a few people that would like it, and they do the classic, which I do enjoy. I think it's a classy move when it's your round. You also pick up some crisps, mm. and you do that thing where you kind of open them up yep. in a way that you've basically made a little plate. Uh, mm. with the wrapper of the crisps and it's kind of like a little buffet in the middle and people can just take some crisps but sometimes they do it with the pork scratchings and I'm, I just I can't believe people eating these it's it's yeah I feel like I'm eating gravel yeah it's what is your so preferred tough. pub snack it might be uh, well I do love the the little packets that like the half packs of the bacon rashers oh, they're great yeah I feel like you only fries as well yeah they? you only find those in pubs yeah. you know that that brand or whatever there is but uh, I'm also a big fan of a scotch egg. Oh, yeah. If you can find them. I feel like they're quite hard yeah. to find sometimes. Mm. But um, now yeah. and again, you'll find ones that do them really fresh as well. So it's a, they're like goo- still gooey in mm. the center. Really good. This guy, Luke, who was the tour manager on the second leg of the Happy Hour Tour, he had worked in a pub in East London. And they had pickled eggs there. And he said, like, no one's really buying them. So he started, like, trying to upsell pickled eggs. Right. And like so people would come along, they'd order a drink, they go, Do you fancy a little pickled egg with that? And he said people would start to go, Yeah, all right, maybe I will, yeah, and they'd have a little pickled egg. And he just started doing it. So eventually he got so successful, it became a thing that everyone's having these pickled eggs. And then they had to order in more pickled eggs and more pickled eggs. Wow. And then eventually, like, the pickled egg company suppliers were like, How come this pub is selling more pickled eggs anywhere else? And they came to meet him it's and talk to him salesman. about pickled egg sales. And then they started bringing in different flavours of pickled eggs, and this kept escalating to the point where he um, had, they said, look, you're doing so well. We want to give you an award. So we're going to start an award for best pickle egg salesperson purely to give it to you <laughs> because of your sales of pickled eggs in pubs. And he did it. And then he got interviewed by the local paper. Wow. I mean, the, the funny thing is, is even as you were telling that story, I, I mean, I, I don't think I've ever had a pickled egg in my life. No, but if I did order a pint and they were like, do you want a pickled egg with that? I might say yes. Oh, I can't. I just. I, I, I just, might try it. I'm a bit like you with the pork scratchings. I cannot get my head around the pick the pickled egg. I've got the um, I've got the article here. Cock, Cock Taverns. Taverns Pickle Boy Malloy wins egg award. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, That's one of those headlines that was generated by like Chat GPT. <laughs> yeah, it's not a real sentence. Yeah, yeah. Hackney's Cock Tavern tasted victory after its pickled eggs rode a wave of excitement to win an industry prize. <laughs> More than 1,000 eggs have been sold at the Mare Street pub since September, with customers given a choice of eight pickled flavours, including garlic, chilli, horseradish and sun-dried tomato. Egg suppliers, purely pickled eggs, said the Cock Tavern had gone 
the extra mile and sold more pickled eggs than any other outlet, crowning the tavern with its We Love Pickled Eggs Award. I gotta check this place out. That's yeah. not far from our offices in London. Well, there you go. You're gonna be hooked on pickled eggs. The ta- I mean, I don't know if yeah. Luke's left now, so I don't know if it's still popular, whether his work's been undone. But the right. tavern's Luke Pickleboy Malloy, who's behind the egg craze, said the phenomenon was inspired by customer request. A guy came in and asked for a packet of crisps with a pickled egg. He said, apparently it's an old London thing. I was inspired by that and started selling eggs and people kept eating them. <laughs> That's how it works, isn't it? Mr. Malloy said purely pickled eggs was astonished by demand for the product at the tavern and created the award to recognise his achievement. The eggs are set to remain on the menu and the pub is looking to expand its range of flavours. Mr. Malloy said, I'd like to experiment with different eggs, like ostrich eggs, have an egg menu. <laughs> Purely pickled eggs said they could not believe the success of the eggs in Hackney. <laughs> the Cock Tavern will be out and out winners of the prize, the spokesman said. Meanwhile, the tavern is also leading the way in the Beard Friendly Pub of the Year 2016 awards created by the Beard Liberation Front. You can guess that's in Hackney, can't you? Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's the most Hackney sounding yeah, pub yeah. ever. I mean, Cock Tavern, that's a good pub to be your, you know, your egg supplier. Yeah, that makes sense exactly. thematically, yeah. 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 yeah, I mean, it's just meant to be, isn't it? Well, yeah. What would the, the flavours be? How do you... F- different flavor of pickled egg i feel yeah, well, like pickled they, they is had a few there didn't they chili, said garlic. chili and garlic uh, garlic chili horseradish and sun-dried tomato mm. there you go i i like the idea of you know maybe getting some little quail eggs yeah and stuff you know trying i those. might do that one you could just pop in in one go yeah because yeah. if you yeah. have to bite into yeah, it that's, that's a whole thing, thing that makes me feel yeah. icky yeah. Mm. i can't really remember why we were talking about pickled eggs but that's it's just I'll allow them get them in the beach bar okay. it's a little different vibe so, so, so pickled egg, a variety of pickled eggs mm-hmm. are on sale however um, pork scratchings, pork scratchings are barred mm-hmm. um, Rory if people have enjoyed uh, hearing you on the pub what can they do uh, to find out more about you where can they listen to the podcast where can they buy tickets all that sort of stuff yeah if you want to check out the podcast it's called This Paranormal Life uh, we do a new investigation every Tuesday, uh, and it's available everywhere you can find your podcasts, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, um, any of your, your main podcast players. Uh, and if you want to come check us out, as I said, our big live tour kicks off tomorrow, which is genuinely terrifying. Uh, and we're going to be, as I said, all across America, uh, LA, San Francisco, Boston, Chicago, New York, and then here in the UK in Belfast, Manchester, Glasgow, and then the big one uh, to wind it all off at the Hackney Empire on the 28th. And do you know what else? A Hackney Empire, not too far from the Cock Tavern, oh, if you want to get yourself a, from a few pre-match eggs. Yeah, I need to add that to the rider. It's not too late. As I say, I don't know how the, what the Cock Tavern's egg policy has changed in the last seven years or so, but... Certainly, that was once the place you'd get many a lovely egg. <laughs> Drink up, please. It's time. Right, the last thing we need to do here, Rory, is to name this pub. So what are we going to call this uh, Beach Jack Johnson Guinness-serving beauty? Yeah, I, I'm really bad at coming up with good pub names. I feel like there's a bit of a skill required, you know, the rhythm to it. Uh, but you know what? To to honor both the uh, the American and Irish side of this this great union that's happening in this pub, I'm gonna call it uh, the Green Yankee. Oh, that, that sounds, sounds nice. great. Sounds kind of nice, does it? Are you oh, gonna have? Like 
I'm trying to think what the what the logo is going to be like, what the sign is going to be like for this pub. Yeah, some sort of shamrock, I think, has got to be in there. With a flag, with a stars and stripes flag over his shoulder. Yeah, maybe a shamrock in the mouth of an eagle. Something, <laughs> yeah, yeah. you know, <laughs> patriotic on both sides. Oh, 100% <laughs> going there. And if I saw a shamrock in the eye of an eagle, I am drinking in that Straight pub. in. <laughs> and also, you've got just a little um, hint there of the Green Man, which is a... Uh, so I don't know if you've covered a green man on your thing, but that's we, a famous we haven't, book, I don't book think by, so. Book by Kingsley Amos as well, a sort of ghost story. I think we've had, because we do a lot of uh, listener suggestions. Mm. So if people want us to either investigate stories that they like or their own personal stories, we cover those on the podcast. And the green man has been requested quite a few times. Yeah. I think we're yet to get to it, but yeah, that'll be coming up so got soon. Got a little sure. hint in there as well, cover yeah. all bases. <laughs> Wonderful. Right. It's time to send Roy back home. Um, but before we do, what is he taking with him in his dream pub, Dan? So in Roy's dream pub on draft is Guinness and Rockshaw Irish Lager. Uh, bottle choice is Corona and um, a can of White Box uh, Squeezies Margarita. Uh, spirit choices, Hibiki Harmony and Tequila. Sorry, Hibiki Harmony Whiskey and Tequila. Uh, you've accepted listener Tom's suggestion that people are allowed to bring their own ghosts Great into the pub. Your jukebox choice uh, album by Jack Johnson from here to now to you. Your drinking time was a Long Island iced tea. Mm-hmm. And you barred pork scratchings but are welcoming pickled eggs and uh, calling your pub the Green Yankee. I'd go for a drink here. I love oh, it. I, yeah. I, I, just for the sign, just for the, 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 just for the eagle. The <laughs> yeah. Roy, thank you so much for taking the time to come and share your dream pub with us, and good luck with the tour. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. 